the intention that we have grown the company with is to build the company that enables all of us to live the best quality life that we can, both within our company, in the career that we're building to be our best, most powerful selves there, and also to enable us to have lives outside of the company, whether you're a mom, whether you have side hustle, whether we have a couple of people on our staff who are actually actors, whatever it is that you want to pursue to have an entire life, we are very concentrated on the whole person. Welcome to the Strategy and Leadership Podcast, the podcast that brings you practical advice, lessons, and stories from senior leaders and thought leaders from around the world. The Strategy and Leadership Podcast is brought to you by SME Strategy, working with organizations around the world to create and implement their strategic plans. To learn more, visit smestrategy.net. And now, your host, Anthony Taylor. Hey there, folks. Welcome to today's episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. My guest today, Meredith Monday-Shorts, who is the CEO. Uh, Here comes the guide. Meredith, how's it going today? It is great. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Likewise. I think it's really cool what you've built. I think you've built it in a really cool way and a lot of unique things that you've done to scale and grow your business. It's not a huge business, but it's built with intention and care. And so I'd love to hear more about that. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Here Comes the Guide and how you set it up, and then I'll ask you some more questions from there. All right. Absolutely. So Here Comes the Guide is interesting on a couple of levels because it actually started way back in 1989 as a book, a physical book that we published. And so it has a really interesting trajectory as we've gone from publishing books about the best places to get married, started out just in California, we've expanded nationally. And of course, now we no longer publish the actual book. Now we put, now we do a website. It's called a wedding resource website where we give hundreds, thousands of venues on our website all across the country that, and we help people figure out their best venue where they want to get married. So we've been doing this for a really long time. I actually joined the company back in 1997. We didn't even have a website back then. And there was only the founder and her sister working for the company. So I was their third employee. And so we got started pretty immediately. Again, we were still publishing the book, but we pretty immediately began uh, work on the Here Comes the Guide website, got that up and running. And then over time, I found that my skill set was really in figuring out the direction that we needed to go and then executing on the things that needed to happen to get us there. So really an operations and administrative mindset. And so over time, our founder, Lynn Broadwell, began to be able to step back. And in 2016, the entire company was able to buy out Lynn. And so now we are an employee stock ownership program owned companies. We're in, it's called an ESOP. And so there's 41 of us, all women, and we are having a really, really good time running an all digital business. It's fully remote. So we don't have a physical office either. So we do a lot of things that are really different and we've been doing them for a long time. And to your point, there's 41 of us. We're not a gigantic company, but we have really built what we've built with intention, with a really specific set of goals in mind. And we feel really good every day that we, 
you know, we're, we're, we're running the company that we want to see more of in the world. So 41 people, women owned or women owned. Yes, absolutely. Cause it's <laughs> all, all women, all women owned. What are some of the things that you do to maintain uh, the vision, to maintain the alignment? And I'm just genuinely curious as a kind of secondary or tertiary question is, you know, 41 people, how does that work with your aligning that vision, making those decisions? Like what are the processes? So maybe it's not that different of a question, but yeah, what's your experience like? It's a really, yeah, it's a, that piece of it is a really, really big question. So my job as CEO is to get up every day and have the culture and the kind of company that we want to be at the forefront of the activities that I actually do in my day. So I still do all of the hives still take place in, you know, I still have part in all of the hiring, every single employee. I sign off on, I meet, I interview myself because I think that that's a huge part of setting up your culture. You have to know what you're hiring for and you have to know to follow your gut to get you there. We spent a lot of time coming up with best practices for hiring the people who were really specifically good for Here Comes the Guide. And that's a really specific thing because the intention that we have grown the company with is to build the company that enables all of us to live the best quality life that we can, both within our company, in the career that we're building to be our best, most powerful selves there, and also to enable us to have lives outside of the company, whether you're a mom, whether you have side hustle, whether we have a couple of people on our staff who are actually actors, whatever it is that you want to pursue to have an entire life we are very concentrated on the whole person. And so when you bring a lot of people together who really want to be their best selves and you give them the room and the air cover and the ability to be their best selves, it can be a really, really powerful formula. So creating that culture, putting the right people in it, and then really letting them cook, letting them do their their best work and not getting in their way. That's my main role at Here Comes the Guide. Got it. So I still have a question about like what kind of processes you have in place, but I guess this comes up sometimes when I talk to people and they say, hey, you know, this is a business. We're here to make money first, right? It's not a social club. It's not a pastime, obviously, or I imagine within those 25 years that you've been kind of with the company, you've had ups and downs. How do you manage the balance between, hey, we want everybody truly to have their best lives and, hey, we're a business, we need to make money. And maybe sometimes you have to make tough decisions along the process or along the way. Can you take me back to one or two times where you've had to experience that and and what you did to kind of reconcile the culture that you want and driving the core business outcomes? Right. Absolutely. And so Again, this tracks back, I think, to hiring. So we have extraordinarily high standards when we go out and look for potential employees. We've actually grown quite a bit in the last couple of years. So we've honed even more our structure and our processes for finding the right employees. But a lot of it starts with making sure that each person understands that our expectations are really high. We don't do a lot of micromanaging, but day-to-day, we have a really good sense. So we're a fully distributed team, right? I said that. So we everyone works from their home office. But we have developed processes to make sure that we we know what work is getting done 
mm-hmm. each day. And so we have super high expectations. Our KPIs are really set up. They set the employee up for success, but we also, our employees know that we take those things really seriously. The only reason that what we do works is that we're only as strong as our least motivated employee. So when we go to hire, we go to hire people who are harder on themselves than we could ever be on Mm. them. So we hire that self-starter for whom it's really, really important to do their best work, not just because of the way that it makes them look, but because they want to contribute to the team. And so the other thing that we do is we don't pay our salespeople on commission because each venue that is on our website, they pay us to be on our website. That's how we make our money. So a large portion of our staff are salespeople, right? They're dealing with the venues, they're building relationships with the venues. And then those venues, if they're getting great results are paying, here comes the guide to be on our website. So we don't pay anyone on commission. That's one of the big things that we do different than our competitors. And because we want people to be able to really take their time and develop relationships, because we know that that equals money. And also we inc- we're incentivized because at the end of our fiscal year, we share our profit equally, no matter how long you've been at the company, no matter what your role is at the company. So everyone is really incentivized to work as a team to do their best possible work. No one wants to let their team member down. And that team structure, I think, is our greatest strength. Awesome. To be honest, and and when I first, when you're like, oh, yeah, it's because of our culture. And I was like, oh, like, that's not a real answer. I'm going to ask her a deeper question. But what really surprised me, and I just really appreciate, is that how you framed what your culture really is was blew me away. It was a phenomenal answer because it really showed the importance of having the right DNA of the person in the role such that they hold themselves to a high standards, but coupled with the performance management at an individual level. And I could only imagine across our role, all roles, so that your 40%, 44% or 44% split works because everybody knows they did their thing and you can actually look back at it on a day-to-day basis. So those two things combined sound like I make something like so powerful. I think that's really freaking cool. I haven't heard a lot of that because I see, I have a lot of conversations with people about KPIs and goals because that's what we do and set them in the strategic plan. And a lot of people resist it because in one way, they don't want to be held accountable. In another way, they don't want to fail. But you've used it as a source of strength for your people so they can both internally and externally not validate, but confirm that they did the work that they were supposed to do. And it allows you to have that distributed, scaled structure in a way that works because there's accountability, but also a high level of trust. I think that's phenomenal. Did I capture most of that? Any other thoughts that I might've missed there in terms of what your secret sauce is? Yeah, no, I think... I think that you really nailed it when you talked about the the secret is that you have to choose the people who are right for your your culture. And I do just want to say a little bit about the word culture because it is so incredibly overused. And when we go out to hire or when people read our about us page on the Here Comes the Guide website, 
we don't have to do a lot of work to maintain interest in joining Here Comes the Guide because of, of the way that we present ourselves. And a lot of times, you know, we do when we go out to hire people and it is this incredibly arduous process because we do so many rounds and we're so picky. And once people actually get through the process and we talk a lot about culture, we talk a lot about what we see as important in our teammates that we're going to be hiring. And it's funny because about three to six months after people join us, almost to a person, I get an email that says this from one of my new employees. You know, there was a part of me when I first joined Here Comes the Guide that kind of gave side eye to this idea that your culture could really be what you say it is. But the reality is now that I've been here this long, I see that you actually mean it and everyone who works here actually means it. And that, Anthony, is honestly the biggest, for me, sign of success. Mm. When, When people say, I just wasn't sure, but now I'm living it and it is true that you care about it. Now, a couple of things about building that culture. We have a really flat management style, a very flat management style. I have, I'm the CEO. I have a COO. We work in tandem with each other. And then basically in large part, it's the, it's the rest of our employees. So we have we have purposely not built in layers of management in between the CEO and COO so that she and I can have a really firm sense of our people, who they are, what their strengths are, what they're doing well, what their struggles are. And there absolutely are times where we have where where people have struggles, how we can come side by side and work on those struggles with people. Or if they can't work through that, let them go in the most humane way possible, in the most authentic and vulnerable way possible, and then make sure that they have a sense of who we are too. And so I think a really big part of this is that our people don't look at the CEO and COO as being any different than the rest of their of the sisterhood. It's all very flat so that we can have that holistic team feeling. I think as soon as you build in a lot of layers, it becomes murky how to do that. Mm. I, I definitely get that. And uh, without hypothesizing too much of, of how it's your organization structure, because I look and you can be like Denver wedding venue, New York wedding venue, that the nature of your business allows for that mm, continuity because it's con- it, it's consistent. If you had, you know, it may or may not work with like a service type business that had such different roles and it maybe it does right so i don't want to hypothesize either way but i do like the intentionality that you put through that you know your ability to hold people to a high standard but also it was clear to me that you said hey if you're not meeting that standard you know you're not the fit for the culture and that'll that would ultimately impact everybody else so you're looking out for the the collective so your kpis your measurement your culture is good for the company it's good for the collective and since everybody owns the company everybody would understand if somebody is not meeting that i also assert that there's a good level of transparency in terms of your metrics your measures performance that kind of thing how how do you have that set up again without giving away 
you know, trade secrets. Secrets, right? Exactly. No, I, I mean, I think that that is key. Transparency is key. Again, we are all owners. We're owned by an employee, you know, a stock ownership program. And so it's important to me to always be communicating out how we're doing as individuals, but also how we're doing as a company and toward what goals. So once a year, we get together, everyone in person, we get together. The last couple of years, it's been here in Austin where my COO and I live and we bring everybody together for a super bougie week together. But a big focus of that is, is talking about our setting our goals and our projections for the following fiscal year. So we get together and do that. We spend three days doing it. Everyone is a part of it. Every role in the company is a part of it. Everyone knows by the end of that, because we've built it all together, exactly what hard and fast numbers that we are driving toward by the end of the following fiscal year. And then from there, we do a couple of things. We do quarterly, I send out a video to the entire staff, letting them know we run on the traction system, right? And so we update everybody on our rocks and how did the leadership team do on their rocks? How did the company do on their on, on our rocks? What went well? What didn't go well? Really, really communicating that out in a very authentic and vulnerable way. Monthly, my COO puts together a video where she talks through exactly from a financial point of view, how did we do for that month? What do we need to do more of? What do we need to do less of? What's working? What's not? And then on the daily, we have a database that's actually built in FileMaker Pro. It's a completely bespoke database built just for us and for our company. We've put a tremendous amount of investment in that gives us each role has their own dashboard. So on the daily, each different role can see the KPIs that they are working toward their expectations, and then also the goals that they've set for the quarter and the goals we've set for the year. So as soon as we open up our database in the morning, each person sees exactly where they stand, where the company stands, has a really firm idea about what their work can do to move the needle on each one of the rocks we've set for the company. That's amazing. That's uh that's awesome. That's like strategic maturity at its finest. Um, I mean, it's it's cool to see. You have 33 years of learning, but because there's been a consistent leadership and consistent improvement, and I would also bet, like, you know, you're not going crazy growth. 40 people is is manageable, but I also think it's manageable by intent. If you had 200 people, you wouldn't have the depth or quality that you do. So you have a high quality enterprise, you've got high quality staff, you've got high quality culture, you've got high quality measurement, and, and it because it's done in a manageable way with the right amount of people. I think it's such a cool business. So as you Meredith, it's, it's such a pleasure hearing about this. I don't plan on getting married again, so I will likely not use one of your guides, but if anybody is planning on getting married, go check out, here comes the guide. And, uh, just, it's really cool. And, and the fact that you do a, a three day uh, offsite company wide uh, to get everybody aligned, engaged, bought in because they should, they're all owners. Uh, it, it's fantastic. So just as we finish up here, uh, where can listeners, uh, learn more about you? Where can they connect? Learn more about all the amazing venues you have on Here Comes the Guide and, and connect with you, asking any questions if uh, if they so choose. Absolutely. So the main place to connect with us is going to be on our website at herecomestheguide.com. Take a look if you're interested in how we run our business. We have our core values and lots more about the things that are important to us in the About Us section of our website. And you can always follow us on Instagram at Here Comes the Guide. That's also a great way to be in touch with us. 
Amazing. Meredith, thank you so much for being here. Uh, truly a pleasure. I learned a lot. Real best practices to do this and, and another good uh, reminder to filter your employees to the highest degree so that you can have that quality. So thanks for being here today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Likewise. Folks, my guest today, Meredith Monday Schwartz, who from Here Comes the Guide. Uh, one of the cool things, again, I was truly surprised. We said, hey, our culture really supports that, but it's because she tied in the performance management. In fact, the entire company tied in the performance management to back it up. Uh, extraordinary communication, extraordinary transparency, uh, and a commitment to excellence, top down, bottom up. Cool to see. I, I encourage you to learn, take some best practices from that in, in addition to the communication. So, so many things done well in this company. I hope you can uh, get some good tips from that today. So uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. This has been the Strategy and Leadership Podcast and have a great day. See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We post twice a week so you can count on us for your weekly source of content to help you grow and expand as a leader. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider giving us a review. We read every single one, and it helps us make a better show for you, the listener. Also, it helps more people find the show, which means we can help as many people as possible. We appreciate you listening and following along, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And as Anthony says, until next time.